this is Talking Sea, your weekly supply of the dark side, not just the dogmatic narrow view of the Jedi. Hello, everybody. My name is Josh Roach. I'm T. Green. Pappas. Moneybags. And we are the Talking Sith. Guys, how's your week been? Uh, could be better. Shitty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Actually, got... today was bad, but the rest of the week was okay. Yeah, most of my uh, week yeah. has been good, except for yesterday and today. So my kids are sick. Man, it's been a hassle. So they've been keeping me up all night. So I don't know if I'm sick now or if I'm just like totally exhausted from the last couple of days, not getting any sleep. Yeah, you're sleep deprived and sick. Yeah, probably. Probably a little bit of both. Yeah. How about you, T? I've already had to clean up two messes. So I'm in the same boat as Roach. Well, what, what kind of messes are we talking? Like- oh, you know, the kind kids make uh, out of their mouth. Like vomit or like, <laughs> I'm going to spit at you, dad. The vomit, kind. vomit. I didn't want to say vomit, but yes. Yeah, so every, so they're sick too. Everybody, yeah. Sick. Everybody's sick. Shit. And what's yeah. funny is Roach and I haven't hung out in yeah. at least a week. So. Yep, but it's got, going around we here. We got it from two different things. It's going around, man. Yeah, they. Uh, no, I was saying the peaks are uh, the virus is the variant virus is peaking at different different places at different times. Like we peaked, we're on our way down. But Midwest and like, I'm not saying you guys are Midwest, but but like an example, Midwest is starting to peak now. Right. Um, so it's like moving from east to west type of thing. Uh, yeah. Not saying, not saying anyone has COVID here, but I mean, there's the cold going around. There's the flu going around. There's all kinds of shit. Yeah. yeah. Just everybody jumps to that conclusion. I mean, um, we I know a couple people now that have it, but uh, I think they said that um, Michigan's starting to plateau. So That's hopefully good. it starts to starts to slide down again. Things start to calm down. But yeah, no, there's been like a norovirus thing going around, like a bad GI bug that just got through going around. And this time of year is no fun. No fun. No fun, man. I got back pain out the ass. I got sciatica down my right leg. I my car got booted. I told you about that. I, I had I've been through three burrows in two and a half hours today. Trekked commute to Manhattan from East Queens. And now we're going to get like 500 feet of snow. Are you guys getting dumped on? I mean, the trajectory keeps changing, but I'm looking at the European model. It says like 8 to 12 inches for us. Far out east Long Island is like 18 plus, and New England's going to get like two feet of snow, maybe three. Yeah, this this year uh, I got a new truck for Father's Day last year. Um, Hannah bought me a truck, but it wasn't big enough to put my plow on. So I still had the older truck that I had my great big V plow on, but I hadn't started in a couple months. So I go to start it up after our first snowfall and it won't start. So oh. I just haven't been plowing this year, but it's like the yeah. first year and a few years that we've actually been getting a, you know, decent little bit of snow in January. So my fault. Yeah, I remember you bragging about uh, you bragging about your, your epic plow capabilities a couple of years ago. Oh yeah. It's a nice plow, man. Um, they're calling him Mr. Plow. You know, that's what they called me in college. (laughs) (laughs) 
Mr. Plow. For a whole nother reason. That's right. <laughs> uh, That's so, right. Star Wars news, video game news. Um, I, I think I saw something earlier, Mikey. I don't know if I sent it to you. That uh, it was an article titled, you know, Microsoft could just buy Sony. I don't, I just don't think it's, it's like in their best interest or in their desire to, because yeah, like they're not a hard, like you think they will. Is that what you said? No, I said, I don't (laughs) think they, yeah, I think they totally will. (laughs) I I mean, they're, they're not for, for one Sony's consumer electronics company first. It's always been that way since forever, since before the three of us were born. Right. Um, they're like number two or number three in television sales globally. They, they're still making appliances. They make, you know, all kinds of shit. Right. You know, I'm mostly televisions and monitors, I guess today. Um, and video game consoles. Uh, I, Spider-Man movies. I, yeah. Well, yeah, right. They're an entertainment company as well. So they're, they're a consumer electronics company and entertainment company. And, and I, I guess a, you know, a a hardware company in some capacity when it comes to the actual PlayStation hardware. I just don't see Microsoft having a desire to buy them based on like what their business model is going. Microsoft's a software company that happens to make some hardware now, right? Um, They make uh, the Surface, the Surface Pro, the Xbox, a few other things, but they're mainly a software company. That's where all their revenue comes from. And that's why it just it's such a perfect storm for them to invest into Game Pass. And, and the way to invest into Game Pass is to by buying um, IPs through, and, and studios and game studios. Right. If you buy Sony, okay, you're buying Sony Computer Entertainment. You're buying the studios that they've purchased, like Naughty Dog um, and other studios that Sony owns. You're buying those IPs, um, Uncharted, uh, Last of Us. Um, God of War, uh, Horizon, you know, those are probably top four from my head. There's probably others spending like Activision type money for the main reasons they would want Sony in the first place, right? Right. I, I just, yeah, I don't know. Listen, it's possible, uh, bro. It's fucking 2022. Anything's possible. What do you but, think is more likely that? Um, Microsoft by Sony or Disney by Sony? I think Disney has more wise reason right. to purchase Sony. And, and not just for Spider-Man, um, for the whole studio. Um, and then they would talk about bringing your way to the top in video games, which is really what Disney wants to do, but doesn't right. have the outlets yet or the the necessary components, if you will, in terms of studio development, game development, um, resources, and those IPs that are that are already established. I mean, obviously they have better IPs, but a game like Last of Us is going to outsell, you know, uh, a Frozen, a, a Mickey, um, or or even some Marvel games in some capacity. You know what right. I mean? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's. Uh, I think Disney would have more of an incentive to purchase sony than microsoft uh yeah i i i I don't know it'll be interesting to see what happens i don't know if sony's gonna wants to sell though right 
Yeah. Um, I just saw this article earlier that said, wouldn't it be funny if uh, Kevin Feige had to go talk to Bill Gates about the next Spider-Man movie? <laughs> that would be really funny, actually. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, I don't think I don't think Microsoft would be allowed to buy Sony. There's those monopolization laws. Monopoly. Yeah. 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 I, I don't think the FCC would let that happen at this point in time. I mean, if you know, let's just say, in a fantasy world, Sega was still top three, top four dog in the hardware space there, in gaming maybe, but you know, with only three players in the mix, but you got to remember, like in in the telecommunications spot like t-mobile sprint had a hard time acquiring t-mobile yeah like last year or two years ago it's it's been uh it's been tough so i can't see that happening very easily for them i i even heard that activision blizzard acquisition which is now finalized by the way still may have a bunch of tricky hoops to jump through yeah yeah you know most likely it's gonna get done but it may it may not get done with ease Hmm. oh all right. Other news this week. Um, you guys got anything you want to talk about? I got a couple things. Um, I think I posted some stuff, but I'm not sure anymore. Yeah, one of the other things. Oh, oh man, what's your name now, Mikey? Um, joins Ahsoka cast. Oh, yeah, I sent that to Oh, I didn't see that. Uh, it's who we were talking about the other day. In the, um, I think it was you and I talking about the Birds of Prey star, Mary Elizabeth Weinstead, um, joins right. the cast of Ahsoka, um, who she is actually the uh, the the girl that uh, Ewan McGregor left his wife for and starting started a relationship with when they were on Fargo together. So Yeah, we were talking about this. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of speculation. We already know um, they cast somebody as Sabine a few months ago, and that hit the trades, and they were they were attaching Sabine to her. Um, but the but Mary Elizabeth Wine said here joins the cast, and they're not attaching any name to her. So you guys think new character or existing character? What do you think, T? Mm. Um, what does she actually look like? What's her name? Uh, Mary Elizabeth Weinstead. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say existing. Existing. Well, well, oh T, yeah, uh, her. Well, T looked. Yeah, uh, I'm gonna have to say existing. I don't know who. Definitely would have to. Yeah, well, we. I don't know. They've got they've thrown out some names, right? Um, Admiral Arlani who's from um, the Chiss, from Timothy Zahn's new um, Thrawn books. So we we know that they're going and looking for Thrawn. Potentially, we could be running into more of the, the Chiss ascendancy coming into play. That could be the big bad guys in this. Uh, somebody else was saying that she could be Hera, but I kind of think she's too young to be Hera. Um now, the other big one, I'm interested to hear you guys' take on this, especially you, Mikey. People are saying that she might be Princess Leia. No, I don't, I don't like No. It. I don't like this. <laughs> no, 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 no. If anybody should be Leia, 
besides Carrie Fisher, it's uh, Eleven from Stranger Things as she gets older. And yeah. it kind of looks even more and more like Carrie Fisher. But that's my only and, – and even then, I'm like, I don't feel comfortable with it. But, you know. So, yeah, I, I definitely – no. I, I'm full-on Papa's here. I, I don't like that. Not one bit. You don't like her playing Princess Leia or you don't like the idea of somebody playing Princess Leia in this time frame? Both. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I don't like her. Like, probably nothing against her. I've seen her in a couple of things, but I just, no. Um, all right, so how were you, how did you guys both take um, Alden playing uh, Solo? At first, I hated it. Then I saw the movie, and I was fine with it. Okay, okay. Um, how would you react to Alden showing up like five years, five years after Return of the Jedi playing Han Solo? It, it would have to have Harrison Ford deep fake on him, right? But he'll be fine as like he'll be fine as the body, you know? Yeah, because they did that but, deep fake. I think it was actually the guy that they ended up um, hiring that did the Luke, the Luke deep fake. He did like a couple of scenes from solo and he put Harrison's face on there and like his mannerisms are there and everything. He does a great job acting like Han Solo. Um, yeah. You're but, not going to just throw Alden at, at the age that he's at now and just say it's Han Solo five years after return of the Jedi. Right. I don't, I don't think, I don't think Lucasfilm and everybody involved is that dense to do that. I mean, it would definitely be Harrison Ford, face with uh the mocap and the body of alden i guess he i don't know if that would be insulting to alden so they may even just get somebody else you know what i mean just keep right. alden as the young han what about and, that and just that gruber anthony and gruber or whatever that guy's name was it was all over the internet for a while doing harrison ford uh impressions and he played the younger version of him in some some other movie that could be yeah wasn't it uh was it? No, Leonardo was young Indiana Jones, right? I I'd be fine with him. I know uh, my old co-host used to hate him, but I I don't I never really had a problem with him. I think he could do a good job too. Was, but, was it Johnny or Hawes? Didn't like him. Oh, Johnny couldn't stand him. <laughs> yeah. Better, uh, um... Johnny's ego. Johnny's ego wouldn't let him. Like, he's like look at this prick saying he <laughs> he deserves this. But uh, and then there's no, uh, I, Jamie Costa yeah. could be another one. Yeah, I, it doesn't matter who it is, though. Right. Because like the only way to do that, right, is to, if you do it to, to Luke Skywalker, or Mark Hamill, you have to do Han Solo, Harrison Ford in, in these Disney Plus. You're not going to just you're not going to put that on on Luke and not put that on Han. Do you know, you know what I'm trying to say? Like you've yeah. got to have some type of consistency with the way you're producing the content. Like if you just throw Alden in there and then like Luke looks like kind of like Mark Hamill and, but obviously this is a completely different actor for Han Solo. There's no consistency and and Harrison Ford is alive and well and very open to receiving a, a paycheck from Lucasfilm. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, I think I brought it up on here before. Like we know that they've, uh, they've kind of got a lot of that technology and like his face ready to roll for a uh, young Indiana Jones. That's the rumor right now that there's going to be time travel in that there's going to be some young indie CGI in that. 
I just find it interesting that so many people are ready to jump on the bandwagon for like Sebastian Stan to just jump into the shoes of Luke in this time period. But then when it comes to Carrie and Harrison or Han and Leia, um, everybody's like hands off more so than Luke. I, I Is this post uh, Luke Skywalker episode or you're talking like pro like pro Sebastian Stan pre? I mean, even now, people are still like, just throw Sebastian Stan. Would you be opposed to Sebastian Stan showing up, um, I mean, next episode of Boba Fett or the first episode of uh, Mandalorian as Luke? I think they've already made their decision with the way the direction they went with. And for them to backtrack now and just hire an actor to fill in Luke Skywalker and not use that technology again is sloppy, in my personal opinion. It's okay. Other other people can have their own opinions, obviously, and, and and that's fine. I don't criticize them at all. They're open to feel that way. But for me, it'd be sloppy to see Mark Hamill at the end of season two and then see Mandalorian season three and it look like Sebastian Stan and not look like Luke Skywalker. So when I show my daughter Mandalorian season two and it ends and then we watch Mandalorian season three right away and five, six, seven episodes, season finale in, it's, it's Luke Skywalker again. But the face is completely different, but resembles somebody. It's like that's not the same guy. But what if Disney does like, what they do best and go back and remake just the last little bit? Well, you they, can't uh, do that. You can't, you're disrespecting Mark Hamill now if you do, if you did that because they used Mark and they 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 used him in a lot of different ways. They um they put his old his his younger self on himself. Right. Well, I mean, they did they did use another actor as the for like, obviously, the action sequence and also the standing in with Grogu. But they did also have Mark Hamill there uh, in the black Jedi robes holding Grogu. They did both and they used pieces of everything for them to cut that out and take Mark Hamill out. You're like religiously. Fuck abusing the. Yeah. Do you, I you mean, you can't do that, man. It's Star Wars. Yeah, it's kind of like they've already they've already made their decision. But that's what I, I'm trying to say. I think that, like, but the only thing that upsets me is I think that it's basically um, how it was received. It's handcuffed them to not do as much with Luke now because I feel like we might have gotten more Luke. And I think there's stories, a lot of stories to be told, especially if this keeps moving in the direction of like heir to the Empire. Um, it could be. There could be more Luke. I heard a crazy fan theory uh, that I thought was funny. I don't think I 100% don't agree with it. But uh, people were saying that Moff Gideon gave Luke Skywalker that look when he walked in because he knew it wasn't Luke. He knew it was Luke from the heir to the Empire. And that's not going off. I'm, I'm not going down there with you because that's, that's not even close to being reality. In my I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that's it. But I, I think that I wish that they had just chosen actor and went with it because then, like you said, if he shows up and then you're like, Oh, look, you show your daughter, like, yep, there's Luke, that's Luke Skywalker in this era. Then we could just, and I said like, yeah, Sebastian Stan looks enough like him. We know Luke has a beard by the time we catch up to him in the force awakens. I should have just had Luke younger Luke grow a beard already. And it would have been enough difference that you could have been like, yeah, there's there's Luke a few years down the line. He's got a beard now. I, 
I think when you get to the 10 years ahead of RTJ and you get to 12 years ahead of RTJ and, and after you've done this a few times with success, then, then I'd be okay with it because you, then you, because we don't know what Luke would have looked like. Right. Right. 10 years. So then you could do something like that. Um, I think we give ourselves as fans a little too much credit in terms of like Lucasfilm listening to us. Yeah, um, I I believe that they know their technology is getting better by the quarter, not even the year, literally by the quarter of a year. So it just gives them more ample time to define and perfect the tech. Right. One one thing I'll say <clears throat> is they hired the guy who does it better than the way they did it. Yep. At a much cheaper at a cheaper investment level, which is a win-win for them. So now I feel like they'll double down on their decision instead of backtracking. And I see your point because now you're like, well, well, fuck. Now we're kind of fucked. We're like, we we pigeonholed. They kind of pigeonholed Luke Skywalker now. So now we're not going to see him. I don't think that's the case. I think we need to be really patient. Because John Favreau is like, we're going to do it, but we're going to do it when it's right. And then when we can get it perfect now, then we're going to, we're going to literally sexy time, explosion time. <laughs> I like, nice, so, nice time. So do you think then, Mikey, that uh, we're going to see Luke Skywalker in the next episode of Book of Boba Fett? No, no this, Boba. Is, this is, this <laughs> is. I heard that. <laughs> no, I, uh, I, we got I, a peanut I, I gallery. Think, uh, yeah, T, T doesn't have headphones tonight. Um, I, 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 yeah, we got to get T's uh, headphones on. I think Han Solo is who we would see before um, before that. Happened. Well, I'm just talking about, all right, so this week on the new episode of The Mandalorian, I mean, The Book of Boba Fett, uh, we got not Boba Fett, but we, we're, we're back to Din. And, uh, you know, the episode ends with him saying, you know, he has to pay a visit to an old friend, which, like you say, Mikey, every episode, there's at least one or two. That's another line straight from Return of the Jedi, right? You have to pay a visit to an old friend. Um, So, T, what do you think? You think next week we're seeing, uh, we're following Din a little more? We're going to see Grogu and Luke or no? No, I, I think, I honestly think, slash hope <laughs> that it's full boba um like i love this episode or most of it anyway um uh the whole shipbuilding thing took me out of it a little bit but uh the first 20 minutes was pretty good <laughs> um but no, I, I I honestly hope slash believe that we're going full boba next week. Yeah, I think so, man. I as much as I'd love to see Grogu, what I think is going to happen is we go back to Boba for next week. It sets up the finale. The finale is where Mando comes back with or without Grogu in the top of the N one, and we see that we get like all those bounty hunters and the rest of the cameos, maybe Han and Chewie. I'm hoping for it. Um, And what I think will happen in Mando season three is we'll get an episode where of that period, that, that time gap where Mando leaves Tatooine drops off the, the Beskar chainmail Jedi robe 
and maybe we see Luke Skywalker, and then you see a communication between him and Grogu, and where Grogu is with Luke, and then it'll kind of cut to Mando season three, like the current time, yeah. something yeah. like something like that. You know, that's that's my thoughts too. I think that uh, we're not going to see Din next episode. He's going to show up, um, the final battle, maybe in the last or, episode. Or we'll get sorry, Josh. Or we'll get at the at the mid credits, the mid credit season finale. We'll we'll get oh. Din. We'll get Ooh. Din bringing bringing the Beskar chain mail to Luke and Grogu to set up season three. There you go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I like that too. I was gonna say that season three would start with that, and then we'd get like the that would be like the before the the title. Then after the title, it would it would shift back to wherever Din is. But well, I can why not just do mid credits and hype everybody up, right? Yeah, there man. you go. Yeah, yeah. I could get behind that. I get behind that, man. But, um, yeah, no, it would have to be that. I'm not have to be, but I mean, listen, we we don't know. Next Wednesday, I could wake up in the morning and fucking see Grogu and Luke Skywalker. <laughs> First thing when I wake up. Right. I don't know, but I think it would be better if they save that yeah. for like mid credits or because look, we, we've only got two hours tops, probably less of, of and this is the book of Boba Fett. You're not going to, I just feel like you need more screen time to set up the finale with, yeah. with Boba involved. Yeah. Tomorrow Morrison was not in an episode of his own show. Like, <laughs> so the rumors before uh, were that there was only going to be six episodes of book of Boba Fett. And then suddenly it changed to seven and people are saying that possibly they added this in because you could just take this out as far as we know right now. Like, you know, the only thing we saw from the main, the main storyline, quote unquote, is Fennec showing <laughs> up at the end. Fennec. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he could just, I mean, that could be explained away. Like, uh, yeah, I contacted Din or he just shows up period. Right. Um, so no, I kind of, I have a couple of different trains of thought. People are saying like, why would you throw in a whole episode of Din in the book of Boba Fett? It's not his show. It has nothing to do with him. Because it's the spinoff of a spinoff. Right. Yeah. I mean, they're trying to do like what comic books do best is crossover. Like, do you I've think... read. I've, I, yeah. Good. I was going to say, do you think that, I mean, normally when they do a crossover, right? Like, like with the Star Wars, the main title and like the Darth Vader stuff, then they do like some sort of thing like Vader down or something, right? There's always a mm -hmm. reason that they show up, that you follow them for a minute. So I was trying to pick apart. What do we see, like? Why do we follow Din on this very specific thing? What do we see Ooh. from him that could so, play out for Boba? As we're sitting here talking. So one of the things besides... Uh, has Vizsla sticking out to me this episode. <laughs> right. Like, so knowing what I know about Mandalore and all that, mostly because Mandalorians are my favorite right now. <clears throat> but uh, so what if episode one, we're on a, a desolate Mandal uh, Man Mandalore, and this episode is explains it why we're there. Him trying to oh the mines yeah right. right no that's that's actually a great connective tissue if you will I, do. I like I, that a lot 
I agree. I think that this definitely is setting us up for, we still see that he's very zealous in his, uh, uh, and he's very uh, humbled and um, he's trying to regain forgiveness and he wants to get back in the good graces of the, the other two now, or just the one, yeah. I guess he could probably care less about what, what uh, <laughs> Paz really thinks. But um, I was just trying to rack my mind around why they would show it to us in the book of Boba Fett. Like the one thing I thought of is maybe we're looking at the book of Boba Fett title all wrong. And instead of it being like, oh, this is the book of Boba Fett all about Boba Fett. It could be more like this is the gospel according to Boba Fett. Like he's going to tell you the good news of John Favreau and Dave Filoni which is, you know, mostly about, uh, you know, Din and Grogu, the new, the new, uh, you know, the new big guy in Star Wars. Um, but we've just been setting up, setting up what Boba Fett is doing because he's going to play into this story with Din again in a bigger part. And so I was thinking like, okay, we see Din, he goes back to, uh, to like his roots and kind of gets denied He's, uh, he's trying to do what he was doing before and just being a bounty hunter. And it's not really working out too well for him. We see he's kind of, uh, he's struggling with it and the dark saber. Um, and then I thought, okay, the dark saber and becoming a ruler of Mandalore. What do you guys think the odds are <clears throat> of, of Boba Fett making a play for the dark saber mm. at some point? I don't think so. No, because no, because if you listen to the the, uh, the the conversation between Boba and Bo-Katan um, and Bo-Katan's, uh hot chick friend, right? The, the wrestler, yep. what's her name? Sasha Banks. Uh, yep. Yeah, like like she's like you're just a clone, and he's like, you know, my father doing this armor, and like he was raised by Vizsla, whatever. On like, wasn't Django? Uh, he was raised by, uh, oh man, what's his name Death, now? He was raised by Death Watch, but it was uh, Jaster Mareel. Jaster Mareel, right? So, like, the, his father had ties to the to to Mandalore and the culture of Mandalorians and all that type of jazz. But like the way the Death Watch and like Bo Katan looks at Mandalore, I, I don't think Boba has that the allegiance like that that they do. It's different, right? He. He's more because the way that he grew up without his father and living the way that he lived in the in in the crime syndicates and making his own way makes Tatooine more like his home. Yeah. Like like that's like where he wants to be. He wants to be on that throne because that's how what he knows. You know, he didn't grow up this proud Mandalorian. He grew up like proving himself as a bounty hunter in the galaxy as like the top dog so right. for, for for him it doesn't mean as much what i think would happen is he would actually provide really good advice to din during the the whole drama that may that what we believe would predict to take place in season right. three about the the battle for mandalore between mandalorians which which is really possible because now you've got Vizla. You've got Bo-Katan. Like, they're setting up the players, right? Right. Yeah. And you've got Din. And, and Din right now doesn't even realize he, he would want to be a king. 
um, where Bo-Katan and Vizsla are like pretty sure that they want to rule. Oh yeah, their, their home <laughs> yeah, world. Vizsla. Right. Yeah. It's so, amazing the amount of acting that that guy did with the helmet on. You know, the it's amazing like the emotions they can portray through these Mandalorian <laughs> helmets. Because as soon as yeah, they set out, and you just see him just like sharp turn, just slowly follows it. He's basically yeah. like cradling it like a newborn child as he walks it yeah. over to the armor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and you know what? That that made me realize a few things. That scene especially because it brought back a lot of the Mandalorian memories is when their helmets are on and the sound effects kick in for their voice, they're way more badass. Everyone's complaining, you ruined my Boba Fett, ruined my Boba Fett. We didn't have Boba Fett helmeted up for the majority of the show. We had Tamora Morrison scarred up, uh, pale ass fucking face, limping, limping 90% of the time. Like, and the time that he does put the helmet on, it's brief and... um like we're used to Boba Fett being mysterious and badass, like, and Din, Din 90, 90, 95% of the time has the helmet on with his like low yeah, vocalized sound effect, right, synthesized right. voice. And it's like, it's mad cool. So my point is that it made me realize like when he is going to put that helmet on and keep it on for a whole episode and fuck shit up, the badassery of Boba Fett is like, we'll come, we'll come at the end of what you'll remember from the season, in my opinion. I mean, uh, yeah. haters are going to say, no, I'm going to remember fucking uh, not my fat or whatever, but right. not me. <laughs> not my Boba Fett. No, or but fat. Yeah. like he's uh, his whole thing is about finding a tribe and stuff and you're stronger with a tribe. Um, the only the only way I was I, I was tying together like, OK, we saw we've seen an entire arc about him getting good at um, hand like melee combat. And yeah the only thing I was figuring on is possibly that was for him to go up against the dark saber or, and the, they still haven't really tied in, um, in this time period, why he keeps having flashbacks of his father leaving. I thought that maybe it could tie into his father having been like banished from Mandalore and he wants to reclaim his father's tribe. Um, maybe, but, uh, definitely he's going to play a part in it. I think either, you know what could happen? Sorry, am I cutting you off? But no, go, go. I, I, I just, it just hit me. That, you know, the players may, the chessboard may be set for season three, and then Din gets is right in the middle because he owns the dark saber, and and he wants a, he wants that dark saber because it's mainly for protection, right, and for bounty hunting, and maybe even protecting Grogu again. We don't know, but. He's gonna not agree with the views of Bo Katan or the views of Death Watch or or the views of Vizsla. And Boba's gonna somehow get involved and without even wanting it, Boba may wind up he may give the Darksaber to Boba Fett or concede to defeat in trial by combat. But like Boba Fett, he may realize because of even this situation he's about to get himself in by by being muscle, that yep. Boba Fett is a natural leader and he has values of respect not leading with fear which i think bo katan still would do regardless if she's a good if she's currently a hero in in the story um but boba would probably be the ideal leader because vizsla sounds like he would rule with power right and fear yeah bo katan somewhat similar and i think i mean yeah yeah bo katan bo katan and and i think din may if if din would relinquish the throne once that this would take place 
I think he would give he would admit defeat to Boba Fett before he does it to the other two because it aligns more with his values. They're they are more similar now than I thought they would ever have been have been. Did yeah. and Boba Fett. Yeah. He could almost be much more of a mentor so, um, like figure to Din. Real quick, while you guys were talking, I was sitting here thinking, Josh brought up that Boba Fett's getting good at melee combat and learning with the gaffy stick what if during season three we see a training montage between boba and din and you just see him getting better with the the dark saber yeah i i think you need i think you need ahsoka to teach din how to use that dark saber to its utmost ability because kanan jars had to teach sabine and by not tapping into the force, but basically doing everything you're supposed to do that's physically possible before you actually tap into the force is what I've chalked it up to. Yep. Meditating, being completely released of and being having full mindfulness of your surroundings, becoming one, your feet feel your feet planted with the earth, with the soil, like that type of shit. That's what you need because the crystal you become one because the crystal's energy and your body's energy type of thing. It's very Buddhist, very like Zen yeah. yoga. Um, yeah. And I think Ahsoka is the only one that's going to teach Din how to do that. I don't think Din teaching Boba or vice versa would work because they're both, they're both, they power with their, with muscle. What they don't if, know how to power with mind and mind and spirit. Luke, you know? <laughs> what, what if, if he trains with, Grogu. Well, that's what a lot of people are saying. Like, what if Luke trains him? I think that Ahsoka is the safe bet. But I, my my random wild card would be, um, I kind of like the idea of, like you said, Mikey. I never thought that uh, Din and Boba would be this kind of similar. But Boba is now in a leading position. He used to be a bounty hunter. Din is in that position now too, and it, it's children to like a child that uh, kind of like made that happen to both of them for, for Boba. It was like that Tuscan child, you know, I think it was kind mm-hmm. of a compressed version of this. And, but we see the difference that they took when they lost that child one way or another, Din goes right back and he's like more ruthless than he was, but Boba has chosen to learn from that. He he's, he's taken those lessons of that tribe. Um, I almost think that, you know, Boba could be a great advisor to Din moving forward, um, a great commander. And people keep saying, like, Fennec is more, uh, she's kind of more cut out to be, like, the the crime lord on Tatooine. Like, I think 100%, um, Boba might be like, you know what, I swear, especially with Din being like, this one's on the house. Um, they have a mutual respect for each other. I think Boba yeah. could end up. Um, being like a really good advisor for him could help him train. I would love to see uh, some sort of a fight. It's too bad they melted down the sweet Beskar staff. Ah, man. Um, but uh, the other, the the wild card would be: What if Boba's like, "Look, man, you need to be. You can't use this thing because you're not connected. You have a disconnect in your mind. Uh, you're not connected to the to like the outside Earth, like that Zen stuff. Not the Force, mm-hmm. really. But and he's like, here." He blows some dust in his face and he sends a lizard scurrying <laughs> up Din's nose. <laughs> He's like, you need to go figure this stuff out. You need some fucking <laughs> lizard I lizard Ayahuasca. Yeah, so we get we get like a Ayahuasca. Yeah, we get like a Din tripping 
in season three with Boba like, hey, this is how I tried to, this is how I came to terms with some of my inner demons. Go figure this, you know, you go do you, figure it out before you can, uh, before you can wield this, you got to figure out how to stand on your own two feet basically again. Right. I love it. Yeah, we're, we're sitting here. Yeah. <laughs> and I just keep thinking about like season three and all this stuff because now I really want like to find out like anytime, like I'm already ready for episode uh, six. So I'm just like next week needs to hurry up and get here. But just sitting here talking with you guys, I'm sitting here thinking about so Mandalore is Mandalorian is a, a creed, not really a race. Right. So Finnick Shan, Mando. <laughs> uh I mean she could, like you'd have to I don't know, like at what age can you not be a foundling anymore, right? Well, so like basically doing my research back when we started our Star Wars DD. <clears throat> so like basically <clears throat> back in the day like back back in the day like mandalorian um, wars mandalorian yeah, jedi wars they basically they just took races over and made them mandalorians yeah yeah they that's they right. were a if conquering they didn't follow empire. the creed they killed them and if they did they made a mandalorian so like right I mean, I guess you could take, I just, in this climate, right? I, I guess it's, uh, I don't know. I don't know. And the climate where they've basically been genocided, you know, there's like a genocide. I can yeah, see they where you have would... to rebuild. Right. Who, who's uh, who's then going to rule over? Bogotan, Boba, and... <laughs> well, that's the other thing, right? Like, if he becomes the leader of Mandalore, who's known as a warring race... Are they just going to start warring? Like, how do they gain more people? Like, um, you start trying to take over the galaxy again? Mm. Uh, I don't think they go that far. It, I think it it's going to be, it's going to be on a between of Death Watch and uh, what was her name? Was it Children of the ch- Children? What the hell are they called? Children of the Way or of the Creed or... Um... I have it here. It'll take me a second. I actually had it up earlier. But yeah, again, it'll be the faction war. Yeah. So you'll just like just like in Rebels and Clone Wars, it'll be faction war. You know, and, and that's why Din's going to be like, you're both fucked up. Right. Like, and I, and I, and I, I don't want to rule. I want to be free. I don't want the burden. So Boba may be the perfect... You know what I mean? I think it would be, it could work out that way. And then Fennec would be even more perfect for Tatooine. Yeah. Yeah, I, don't I like see... that the best. I like all of the, these ideas, but I think to me that that lines up with character arcs very well. You yeah. don't want Din. To, you don't want Din to be a ruler of of the planet. No, like, you want him. He's the new Boba Fett, right? He's yeah. The you new... want him going off on adventures. Like if he's ruling the planet, he can't leave it. Yeah. Right. Like. So- I, I kind of think that maybe they took this book of Boba Fett and they put him on a throne to kind of get us ready for this. But then, you know, you wouldn't see as many people complaining if he was on the throne of in legends, he was Mandalore. He became Mandalore right. in legends. Um, right. And so I think that they might be doing that and just kind of making Din is basically the new Boba Fett and Boba Fett can be the new 
you know, leader of Mandalore. He can be more of that, like, uh, with what <clears throat> they put him through, the experiences he's been through, he's more cut out to be a leader. And we see that Din is more cut out to be the swashbuckling, adventuring um, type. And, you know, I think he's going to have some more adventures depending on what happens with Grogu. Um, but yeah, they, they, uh, a lot of people were talking about the, uh, so obviously the big news this week, the N1 Naboo Starfighter that made its, uh, its comeback. <laughs> that was um, awesome. Oh, man. I, love I love seeing it kind of stripped down and kind of, uh, cause you know, like the Y wings, we see the Y wings clone wars era and they have all their coverings and stuff. Right. So it's kind of the reverse of that. We've always seen the coverings on the Naboo Starfighter. I was I, I was really wanting to see it in more of that used galaxy um, kind of piece together kind of stuff like we got for the original trilogy era. And man, we got it. We got it like Dominic Toretto style with like the big old muscle engine on the front and piecing it all together. Pod racer sound effects left and right. Oh man. What all pod racer sound trip. effects. Like they took Ben Burt's sound effects from episode one and they just layered it on top of that shit. And I thought it was great because you've got all this return of the Jedi all over the place. And then you got to go into this, the cabinet to get some spices for the sauce. And you got Phantom Menace spice over here. You know, I thought I was going to hear, well, what do you know? Just hear some Watto come out. <laughs> I'm still waiting for Watto to show Thank up, man. You. Yeah, I know. That'd they be sh- sick. They should have went. Ben so- Quadraneros. Oh, I man. need some Ben Quadraneros. We need some pod racing back up in here. It would have been f- hilarious if there was a pod race going on and he just like yep. blew by all the pod racers. I thought about that. <laughs> I we thought did. about it. Dude, I got nervous when, when she was like, ah, oh, take it through Beggar's Canyon. I'm like, no. <laughs> He's going through there. I thought he was going to fuck that thing up. Oh, yeah. I thought he was splat right into the side of the wall or something, man. Or had like <laughs> yeah, last. Wa- yeah last second have to pull up we saw where the ramp was i almost thought that was going to happen where he was going to have to like run into something kind of like uh like anakin but we see the womp rat so i loved it that's what that's what luke's bullseyeing from his uh from his t16 right um yeah impressive little bitty little bitty womp rats just pretty impressive yeah (laughs) i thought maybe some tuscans were going to be on the fucking top of the ridge sniping them isn't that what T, T isn't that what you said? Uh no. Oh, somebody was but saying no, that. I did I saw the yeah, the thing and thought he was gonna shoot at it because he looked at it for a long second. Oh yeah. I thought he was oh, gonna yeah. turn around and like blast that. <laughs> Dude, you, I, I feel like Bryce like Bryce Dallas Howard wanted us to like in that moment, oh my god, is he gonna shoot it? Is he gonna right? shoot it? And then <laughs> Cause like you want him to shoot it, but then when he doesn't, you're you're glad that he doesn't. Right. That's yeah. exactly how I felt. I was like, oh. well, if he shoots it, that would be awesome. Because I mean, that means he could shoot something that's three meters wide. But if yeah. he doesn't shoot it, that's kind of cool too, right? <laughs> like I was kind of happy he didn't at the end of the day. So yeah, but yeah, no, like yeah. Then he takes off up into space. It's cool to see. Uh... We get the call back to the little uh, Greta or the little Rodian girl that sees him again. And I was, I was thinking the same thing that like, man, if anybody were to do that, like in, in real life here, you'd have like flying that close to another ship or anything. You'd have the, you know, oh. 
FDA or yeah. whatever, like right up your business. And sure enough, there they are. Car- What's his name? Carson Teva, I think, is the the pilot we've seen from uh, Mandalorian. Yeah. 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 Big, big, big 501st member Star Wars fan in real life. Oh, yeah. Huge. And he's got he's a he's got some other show I think too that he's like a comedy. Uh, Kim's Convenience. Yeah, it got canceled. It got canceled. Yeah, Yeah, I'm mad. It's really funny. It's really funny. You should definitely check it out. I think it's on Hulu. It's on Netflix. Last I saw. Oh my bad, Netflix. I thought it was Hulu. Yeah, I think there's four seasons. Yeah, I seen a little bit of it just with UT, and it was pretty funny. Yeah, but. uh, it's cool to see him again. Like you said, he's a big, a big Star Wars guy. Um, so getting some love there. And the other X-Wing pilot is our Luke Skywalker stand-in. So, which is smart on a couple of different levels. Like they can have him be this little like X-Wing pilot now, which gave me like Red 5 vibes. But uh, they can have him there on set and stuff. And we're not going to know if he's just showing up to be an X-Wing pilot again, if he's going to be the stand-in for Luke once again. Um, so it helps kind of keep things under wraps. Well, it's, I mean, he's, he's around, like he's around Pinewood or, or I'm sorry. He's around. I think they did this in, I think they did this in LA. They did in, do uh, this in LA. Anaheim. Yep. yep. And Anaheim, right? Yep. Um, so, so Yeah. Got to see my uh, second second favorite character in the Star Wars universe. Quinlan Voss? No, he's my first. Oh. <laughs> Jedi R5. Fallen Order 2 is going to follow Quinlan Voss. Did you hear me? R5. R5. R5, baby. I don't R5. know why. He's a fighter. That, that, that dang droid just tickles my fancy. <laughs> Well, she fixed him. She probably fixed him up. He yeah. that bad that bad motivator probably popped out a thousand more times. <laughs> yeah, we got the uh, and then we got the BD, the uh-huh. BD droid, the the backpack droid from uh, Fallen Order. Yeah, super yep. cool. And it was kind of a cool. Uh, I thought it was kind of a cool shout out to it, even more so because if you remember at the beginning of Fallen Order, he has the messed up leg. And um, oh, what's his name now? The Jedi from Fallen Order, your character. He fixes his leg, and then at the end of it, we see that the BD droid's got a messed up leg from the Womp Rat. Hmm. That's that's pretty cool. So we got man. There was there was something for everybody in this episode. I feel like you said, Mikey. It was uh, them going to the spice cabinet and being like, you know. Yeah, yeah, we got a lot of Return of the Jedi OT all the time. Let's put some prequel in here. Let's throw in some of the video games in here. I kept thinking of, I don't know if either of you guys watched the uh, Freemaker Adventures, the Lego Freemaker Adventures. I, I've seen a few of them. Yeah, yeah. I, the older ones I've seen. Yeah, so they just recently took that off of Disney Plus, like huh. without preamble or explanation, um, which really sucks huh. because it was like Grace's favorite Star Wars thing. Um, it is really cute for kids but uh the one uh the one freemaker brother who's like the real like um mechanical guy right he loves ships and builds all the stuff his like dream ship was an n1 starfighter he was always like salivating to get his hands on one (laughs) so it just and then they then they have it all laid out you know and put all the parts in together and it just gave me some real serious lego vibes too so 
Did you notice the part that the Jawas bring him is the part that they keep the trash compactor open with in the New Hope? Yeah, the uh, the part Han uses the um, the part that all three of them try to use to the, keep the, the damn thing, the damn trash compactor open. Yeah, the cryo density converter. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> no, it, it was like four names, but it was like four words, I think. Was it? I think there was a couple more. That's just what I jotted down. I was like cryo density converter, the part that Han used in the trash compactor wizard yeah except it wasn't made of rubber now now it looked like more like aluminum (laughs) right yeah 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 it was a better quality it wasn't imperial mass made right she speaks java (laughs) well yeah when you date one you know you got to learn the language they're hairy so so what does does a java look like derobed if they're that hairy are they just like a giant ball of fuzz you know what i was thinking they look like remember the horror movie critters Yep. Maybe they look like critters, but just like more humanoid instead of like a ball of fuzz and fangs. So I believe in Legends, at some point, they were depicted as basically looking like a like a rat or like a mouse, basically. Yeah. More mousy than ratty. Not as much of a snout. But uh, so, I mean, and, th- and then she kind of does like a mouse thing, right? Like, after she's like, yeah, they're very oh, furry. Yeah, so... I, I I chalk that up as to her getting some fur in her, some hair in her mouth, you know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> getting a hairball. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you can yeah, date a Jawa. Was, uh... <laughs> but yeah, no. Yeah. She's a freak. That one's a freak, huh? Oh, yeah. man, she's all over the place. She's like the crazy. Droid, she is. The, they're leaning into the crazy ant vibe for her. That's all she is. I loved her yeah. comment about. Uh, like, I wasn't a huge fan of hers when she first came on, but the more we see her, I'm like, you know, I like her. I like I like that character in Star Wars now. What's the actress's name? Oh, crud. Um, yes. Spot like that. Yeah, you, you know, uh, uh, Sidaris, Sidaris, Um Oh, Amy Sedaris? Yes, that's it. No, that is it. Okay. Yep. But uh, so, like, literally the first episode we saw her, I told Josh, I said, she's a... Uh, she was in Strangers with Candy. Or Kids in the Hall. Now I can't remember. Strangers with Candy. Strangers with Candy. Oh. Yeah, I never saw it. I heard no, it. I, haven't, I haven't seen that either. Sounds like a role she could play well though. <laughs> it was it was almost like a an SN, SNL type skit show. Um if I remember correctly. It's been quite some time. Hmm. So yeah, no, she's funny, man. She she's I, like, I thought that would be like the cringe moment of the episode, but it was so enjoyable. Yeah, all of it. I and and like T kind of alluded to. Um, I mean, I guess they could have trimmed it down a little bit. There was quite a montage putting it all together, but I enjoyed it. I even enjoyed like the, uh, you know, getting yelled at by your dad moment, and like like you brought up. Uh, <laughs> Uh, with a, a little higher, a little higher, yeah, right there, right there. I love. I, I text. I texted you that the second he said it because I love saying that line. Yep. Like, uh, like when Lando's like a little high. I thought you were blind. I fucking oh, love it. I can see a lot better now. Yeah. <laughs> Just a little higher. Oh. And he fucking says it when he said it. I was like, oh my god, I love it. So we got we got that one. Can't uh, help we, it. But. We got the uh, um, a promise to keep to an old friend. Um, the, those two lines from Jedi this episode, but yep. um, yeah, uh, 
trying to think of what else there was. There was so much in this episode that honestly, I was more than three quarters of the way through before I even thought like, oh man, are we like, are we going to see Boba or anything? It was just like, I was just drawn straight back into Din following him and totally along for the ride. Um, But uh, that the, it was nice to be off of Tatooine. It was nice to be off Tatooine. I Um, agree. Maybe that's why they did that too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Because we were, we were discussing last week, I guess all our, uh, basically all of our um, thoughts and predictions about this week's episode from last week, we can just port over again to to next week's episode. But uh, yeah, so that kind of fits with the, uh, they might've just added it in to uh i think i think so because if you if you just add this episode in and you're not really trying to build up the story and you don't have anything else to add to the story of book of boba fett you don't have to worry about taking up too much time you can just have fun in the editing room and yeah and book of boba fett was almost finished and it crossed over with production of mando season three yep and they're like and while they're filming both at the same time there with the first episode of Mando season three, they're like, you know what? We could just throw this in Boba. Yeah. And then the next and then and then do a lead in with the Grogu, Grogu yep. Din chainmail thing. And and then that'll lead into season three instead of this episode. And then like to T's point, we already teed up. Haha, get it? <laughs> we already teed up the the Mandal the trip to Mandalore <clears throat> yep. to the mines where I think he's gonna ride a fucking myth. I think he's gonna fight a mythosaur. Oh yeah, I, I, you know? yeah, because they're, they're not like, gonna yeah, just drop that, dude. They're not gonna just drop that. Like that shit is in season three. Yep, yep. I was thinking the same thing that Here he's gonna go, go down there, find some ancient, you know, cave and stuff again, and he's gonna find a freaking mythosaur that's been asleep down there all this time. Yep. Ooh, didn't fight a mythosaur. Just what happened I mean, to his? Did- to his um staff did that get destroyed on the razor crest his uh his uh the rifle the incinerator rifle yeah with the with the prod on it on the yeah front. yeah that thing's huh. gone that thing's gone dude he's got to get another one he's got to get another one yeah he's got, he's got to get another one so he can be zapping that that mythosaur like he he did to the big thing at the beginning of the first episode that jumped out of the ice and that's what he was doing with it in the cartoon it's like a cattle prod yeah 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 yeah, he needs that. Man. I'm I'm sure like that disintegration rifle is not cheap. No. So it's a disruptor to... rifle, right? Which is like it's it's a type of it's the same type of weapon that they used on the Lasats um uh-huh. from from Rebels. So uh they could But he puts the disintegration tech into it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, it's badass. No, I'm a hundred percent with you that he's like we got that sweet shot of uh, the Night of a Thousand Tears. We we see them talking, uh, they're talking <clears> about the mood of Concordia that they were all clustered on, and then it pans yeah. down and Terminator Two vibes. K like, two, the K two droids, yeah, yeah. Instead of T two, it's K two. They're just walking around. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was great. But yeah, I think that we could start off season three, like you're saying, T, with with din you know on uh on mandalore or in in the caves or something on mandalore 
Yeah, I mean, it served so many purposes just from this conversation, realizing from this conversation, it makes total sense. Like, they're not just going to do a Din episode and besides besides just give like having him connect to like, oh, yeah, we need muscle. Oh, let's get some. Oh, here's Din Djarin. He owes us a favor. No, it was like, this solves teeing up episode three so we could jump right into Mandalore, like T said. Yep. Yep. This does, this gives us a um, a cliffhanger mid-set, mid credit scene that everyone's gonna go nuts over uh and it it starts setting up the players for yep. the next one you know the whole the whole thing makes sense to me now it yeah makes total sense just chat like there was a reason she brought up the mythosaurs just yep. like the reason she brought up the whole ri- or ponds or whatever she said underneath the in the, the healing ponds yeah. beneath, yep, in the mine beneath the mines. Basically, it was basically this was connective tissue for season three of Mando. So, right, yeah. and I think that are... it's going to tie Boba. Fett. Like we've got it in the middle of Boba Fett because it's going to tie Bo- Boba Fett's going to be tied into it more so than what we expected. I think. Yeah, they're going to cross over this shit like crazy, man. But yeah. I. I honestly, I don't think he's going to go into the, the ponds. I mean. You don't think so? You think he's going to get there? And I almost think the same. I almost think that he's going to go on this journey, possibly with Boba, possibly with, um, I don't know. He's, I think once he gets there, he's going to realize that he's he's above that, basically. He's shed that yeah. skin. Especially yeah. since we've been making these comparisons to him and Boba. Um, just, yeah, it, Boba's going to like sit him down and say, hey, look here, dude. I'm, I'm, I consider myself a true Mandalorian and I take my helmet off. Just, right. Yeah, I think that. that. I think that might be the reason why we keep we everybody was asking why do we keep seeing uh, him staring at the helmet as a kid and stuff like in context or people who've seen that like for us fans like okay we can automatically connect we know but for your average fan like my father-in-law who watches this every week he's like why does he keep thinking about his dad why is he I was like (laughs) Well, I mean, obviously, like he lost his dad rather dramatically. So this is like a lasting impact. But why is it in this time period? I think it's going to come down to the legacy, like the Mandalorian legacy. And it's going to be yeah. tied to that somehow. I agree. I agree 100%, yeah. Josh. So like they keep saying like uh, Fennec or uh, uh, Ming-Na Wen and Tamora Morrison have said like, once you get to the end of this, there's going to be like they've said like some really major like twists which everybody says for the show and stuff but we can hope like uh and i don't know i don't know i'm looking forward to seeing what they what they pull out of their hat because like last last season of the mandalorian we got luke skywalker which was absolutely like just blew me away um so i'm waiting for yeah they they have a moment called it though oh yeah before the week before we called it but even with us calling it right it had it was like it was no less it was no less exciting no less like mind-blowing even knowing what was going to happen right 
So yeah, it was a fun. That was a fun week because uh, everybody was like, "Who's gonna Who's gonna come? Who did Grogu call to? Is it gonna be people were dropping Mace Windu? People were dropping uh, Quinlan Voss? People were dropping uh, uh, Barris Alfie? People all kinds of shit. It was Plo crazy. Plocoon, fucking Palpatine's clone, a young a, a Snoke, a fucking all kinds of shit. It was crazy. Man, and nobody got fun, it right. Nobody like, got it right fun. that it was Luke. So it wasn't no, it was Luke. <laughs> not Luke. It was not. What if uh okay, so we're it looks like we are getting heir to the Empire, right? Essentially. I mean not 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 exactly. It'll no. be a it'll be a a retelling, can, a, rendition. Can, a, a, can, a canonized retelling, so to speak. You know? So, all right. So, for people who might not be super familiar with it, uh, Joris uh, Sabioth, right? Uh, yeah, but instead of him, you'll have like a like an alpha version of Snoke. You know what I mean? Like so instead I, of him, you'll yeah. Have I was going to ask, what do you think we're going to have in his place? Because you know, originally Timothy Zahn wanted him to be um, a clone, a bad clone of Obi Wan, and they said right. no. Um, so I was like, man, what if they, what if they go back and they like, they allow it this time. And he is a bad clone of Obi-Wan. You've got you and McGregor. You can have that or another option, crazy Jedi type. What if they bring Sam Jackson back? And he's like, not just like, uh, he's not like clone crazy, but from getting zapped and everything like he's literally gone mad he's 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 just out of his mind oh well 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 palpatine had his dna from the hand yeah so 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 that makes sense but i feel like there's still holes to fill for for the snoke arc into palpatine clone so like that like that whole thing and, and and they're already they've already hinted at it with like the lab on navarro and and you see the alpha snokes in the in the the test two baby thingies. Yep. So like, if you're going to do a Joris both, who is, who is a force user clone, you might as well do like the first somewhat perfected version of clone Snoke, which is a half-ass attempt at cloning Palpatine. Right. So I feel like you do that. Right. And like that, that's, that, that's kind of, but how do you do I don't know. Me. I don't know if you, how you can do it. Like I, I like your line of thought, like um, to tie it into Palpatine. But if you're gonna defeat this guy, I don't know. And well, 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 well you you know, Palpatine's in in the unknown regions, like gathering the acolytes and like having them chant so his spirit gets stronger. Like they're like gathering dark force energy to like that's like where I, my head cannon goes. This like, could line up. Acolytes. Like yeah, because like Palpatine's not strong enough to even like talk to the snow clone yet and like manipulate his mind and twist his mind to control him. He's not strong enough yet. So like the, the operation cinder is like at the end, like still happening type of thing. And they, they've managed to make this clone who goes insane. They make the clone who's basically Palpatine and he goes insane and it look, and he's all distorted like Snoke is, but there's no Palpatine influence yet because he's still, manifesting his spirit back with these acolytes from from the beyond that are like doing sith ritual shit to like bring him back manifestation in in the kylo ren in the kylo ren series um comics um they 
they have a line uh, when Kylo goes to Snoke. He was like, oh, Luke, what Master Luke did to you. And it was yeah, kind of yeah. hinted at before in some other, I think it might have been in some visual dictionaries, maybe in one of the novels. They kind of fought, right? Yeah, yeah they, they made it seem like they fought before. So you could be dead on the money there, man. That's exactly what I was getting ready to say, but I couldn't remember what comic book because I remember you and I during one of our podcasts back before nine came out yep we were we were doing like a a little bit of comic book reading in the middle of our podcast just and that was one of the things that stood out to me was when uh kylo ren went to snoke and he was like look what luke did yeah so if they tie that in to the plat with Moff Gideon and I don't know do you think do you think Thrawn and Moff Gideon are going to be on the same team or do you think that's going to be a whole Thrawn is going to be a whole nother like sect coming out of nowhere Thrawn could be the one who gives the order to to break Gideon out of the jail right because we know that Giddy or Thrawn's got like minions working for him. That the the woman that Bruce Lee's goddaughter that uh, Ahsoka fights um, is working for Thrawn. She's there to get information yeah. for to go after Thrawn. So he's got people working for him at this point. So in canon right now, has Thrawn and Gideon? No, no, no. So no, because we've never seen Thrawn outside of the Rebels, the portion of the time. Oh, that's that right. Rebels. He, he's on. He's with the space whales into the future with Ezra, is the way I look at it. Yeah. 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 They, so, they got spirited off by the pergola before A New Hope. What if it's more uh, not a love-hate relationship, but more like a um, Tarkin vader relationship where he basically outranks him but he he just basically you know what i mean well i mean i mean josh knows better than me because i'm i'm just bad with like memorizing that shit is grand admiral bigger than grand moff or grand moff is bigger than grand admiral so moff is a government position and admiral is a military position so in times of in times of war, the military position would would be the one to make yes. to be the higher decision maker. Right. So technically, if they what what they they will consider a war because their plans have not come to fruition yet, that means Thrawn would be the one the main decision maker. Yeah, I believe. Where Gideon plays politics, Thrawn makes takes action, makes moves, and yeah. and they made sure to bring up and keep us in mind like. You know, they took off, they took Moff Gideon to the New Republic Tribunal, and we're yeah. sure that he'll be put to death. And they're like, yeah, we'll see about that. Like, yeah, for sure. He's getting out of there one way or another. And it would be. And he's not even a Grand Moff, right? He's just a Moff. He's just a Moff, I believe. Just Moff Gideon. Yeah, there was only one Grand Moff. Um, well, originally, I think that Moff Rand in the Aftermath books declared himself Grand Moff afterwards because he was like one of the highest ranking Moffs after that. So he was like, oh, yeah. well, I'm Grand Moff now. There's nobody to basically say I'm not. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, 
yeah so because i mean you have a sect of the imperial remnant that went off into unknown space and they become the first the order. final the final order oh the first order right wow. they become the first yeah. order right the final order is all just the the offspring and the people that are there on exegol yeah um, they, get, they, they don't know anything else they were born and then raised get yeah. it yeah <laughs> <laughs> so but so you got like a remnant of the imperials a bunch of different little remnants and stuff that stayed in the known galaxy the the chosen few that palpatine set up to have go out into the unknown regions so i'm trying to i'm just wondering where gideon fits into that if he's like if he's working for palpatine specifically or if he's if he's like one of these uh warlords that stayed behind he's just like building his own private army and maybe he gets like uh brought into the fold or if Thrawn is going to end up being the one that uh, um, he returns from the unknown regions and he like ran into, maybe he, they ran into Exegol or something and he got swooped up in that for all we know. I don't know. I don't know. We'll find hmm. out. I mean, I, I, I think you're onto some things there. I'm sure the debriefing happened with Palpatine's, uh, uh, what are they called? his uh secondary plan planning scheming you know right right yeah his, after, uh, after his demise with operation cinder and everything yeah the timeline i know the whole timeline but i just can't piece it together right now i'm exhausted uh but I, he was my point is moff gideon was debriefed with whatever position he was in with that whatever mission he needs to carry out which definitely involves the cloning facility the science facility grogu's blood ties into that and he just needs to do a small part of the of the of a bigger plan. Yeah, you know, I think we're going to see as the story unfolds that he's going to be less and less of a, of a big boss, um, and more of just a player. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see Boba's reaction if he runs into. Is Doctor Pershing still? He's still alive, right? No, he died in at in uh, in uh, at season one at the end, right? Did he? Yeah. I'm trying to remember. I got to go back Ma and watch all of Oh, 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 my bad. Werner Herzog died. Not, yeah, the client. Dr. Pershing is the, the, the guy with the glasses, and he has the Kaminoan cloning patch. Yeah. yeah he, he's alive, I think. He's alive uh -huh. somewhere. So I'm wondering. Oh, yeah, because they, they, uh, they, had, they kidnapped him, remember? Yeah. And they had him in the, didn't they have him in the Slave One or something? Yeah, um, they brought they brought him to New Republic. To okay, to, to go to trial and get go to jail. So did Boba yeah. already interact with him? He I got to go back ship. and watch because I was going to say on the ship with Boba. It was Fennec and Boba and Doctor Pershing. I was on one ship, right? Was it? Okay. Yeah, I, I think, think so. it was Cara Dune that like busted in and like took that ship over, right? Yeah, Cara and Fennec. I was just wondering if it would play into. Boba having flashbacks to Camino. If he sees like the clone, like that cloning patch, and he automatically knows what that is, and he could start to clue in the like clue in Ahsoka and the Mandalorian and everything. Like, yeah, there's something going on with cloning. Like, they're definitely doing stuff with cloning there. He's wearing the cloning patch and the Camino wins, but Camino was wiped out in Bad Batch. Yeah, 
I don't know. I'd have to I'd have to rewatch the uh, the last episode of season two to see exactly where Pershing was and and that whole thing. There was also a lot going on. So if he was on Slave One, maybe Boba didn't really catch it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know. Huh. Yeah, maybe he be... was even wearing. Maybe he was wearing something different too. But I doubt it. Yeah, I honestly don't remember a lot, a lot about. Like I remember the main points, but I just don't. You know what I mean? I got to go back through and watch all of Mandalorian again for for uh, season three, which it's it's still shooting right now, from what I hear. Um, it's supposed to be out at the end of this year, so man. But uh, we've got Kenobi to look forward to middle of the year sometime. That's going to be, it's crazy to me to think about like people were saying like uh, they'd be fine with Kenobi staying on Tatooine. And now we get a, we get a show basically all on Tatooine and they're like, uh. he's, he, he's not staying there, dude. There's no inquis- inquisitors are killing kids. You, you bet you bet your ass. Ben Kenobi is fucking not letting kids get Jedi kids get slaughtered. Younglings. Now there's He's where we can world. see Millie Bobby Brown right there. What's yeah, yeah, kids? yeah, yeah. No, as a young Leia, I mean, I see that 100. percent Yeah, but but if she was cast, we would have known if she was cast already. Think so? Unless think so? unless it's a huge secret. Well, I mean, they're, they they got to be in post production. Oh that yeah, they've already wrapped. Going. Yeah, it's in the can. So, they're, uh, but I mean, they might have just kept it really close. It might just be like a little bitty thing, but. Uh, You'd well, have I mean, to because if she was casting Star Wars, we would know the role she's playing. So we they would have to like not announce that. Yeah. You know. So basically, like with Grogu, they kept him a secret for as long as they could. Yeah. So Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So, I Fav- mean, Favreau's they... been real good at that. He's yeah. getting real good at that. Next next week promises to be full of surprises, one way or another. Like uh It'll be interesting to see who they bring in, where they take the story, how much they move it along. Um, you guys have any next other predictions week. for next week? <laughs> next week is going to be straight Grogu. Just no Mando, no Boba. No and then the Fett. first three episodes of book or of the Mandalorian <laughs> season three is all back on Tatooine with Boba Fett. <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be forty five minutes of Grogu hopping around, skipping and frolicking, chasing frogs, and it's gonna play that song. Of that little girl singing, you're my sweetie pie, my little sweetie pie, for 45 uh, minutes. And I'll be totally fine with it. Somehow be, Luke uh, has got Grogu on his back, and he's still running around and doing the flips and stuff. And he's like, wait a minute. <laughs> that would be wait awesome. a minute. This is how you do it, okay? Like, uh, yeah, Master Yoda used to jump from limb to limb back, you know. Let me show you this hologram of him fighting this, this really old guy that kind of looks like Dracula. <laughs> but uh, man i i honestly don't know what next like i'm excited for it just to see what was do, coming down the tubes but do we uh, think that this could turn into more of an anthology series like people had speculated to begin with like uh the mandalorian might not just be did like maybe the Mandalorian is going to end up being like Mandalore. Could we could we start to follow Paz Vizsla and the armor a little bit more? Could like Mandalorian season three? For all we know now, like they keep us guessing. We don't like, 
we don't know what's going to happen. I never in a hundred years would have thought like we'd get a whole episode just about Din in the middle of Book of Boba Fett. But now it's possible that season three, The Mandalorian, we get a whole episode following the Armorer and Paz Vizsla or Bo-Katan. I mean, honestly, knowing what we know now, it's more possible than not. And we could start setting up like their story a little bit more and their, you know, yeah. see things from another certain point of view. Dude, next episode, Mando and Boba are gonna go require more, uh, more hustle, acquire more hu- muscle. Wow, I need to get to sleep, boys. More hustle. And they're gonna go to fucking, they're gonna fucking go to Canto Bite, and they're gonna go to the Sabak table, and they're gonna get fucking Mayfield, get gonna be losing all his hand. Oh man, and Bill Burr's gonna be like, fuck, I'm out of fucking money. You know what? I and they get Mayfield, Migs Mayfield, and Mayfield. Gonna, I I give yeah. it a seventy five percent that he's gonna be in the end battle. Like yeah, just... that would be badass. <laughs> I love it. Imagine you get fucking Mayfield, <laughs> give him his little his little robot arm gun thingy above yep. his head. Yep. Let him fucking shoot shit. All right, guys. Yeah. He's part yeah. of that uh um, part of their little group. That little techno mod. <laughs> oh, he's a mod, right? Oh yeah. 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 It's, gotta it's gotta be in his in his <laughs> neck or some shit. Yeah, now we just he's... gotta get him a a little moped and <laughs> yeah he shows up we see somebody with like the sweet helmet on by sweet probably really really kind of quirky looking really bright and stuff oh. and he's riding up to Jabba's pal or boba's palace and then yep. you know you're like oh, all right who is it and he takes it off and it's migs hey what's up fat <laughs> he's on nice a best as digs. well <laughs> nice fucking digs where do i park this thing this is the fucking Jabba's fucking palace that that would that would redeem everything about the Vestas for me if Migs Mayfield just wrote up <laughs> on one. Oh man. I started this trend. All right, guys. Nothing bigger than the green monster. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. All right. I'm sorry. No, this is this has been a fun episode. It was it was a fun little trek. Uh and but like I said, I think that it's all gonna tie in. And I, I'm really thinking now that we might get some more episodes in Mandalorian season three, where we just like start seeing some more from, because if we're going to go hardcore into like some, uh, like the Mandalorian civil war again, we could, we could see some more of this. That, that could even be how we get introduced to Sabine, get some more Sabine stuff going on. Ooh. Yeah. All right, Mikey, tell, All right, the, boys. tell the good people where they can follow you. Uh, you can find me uh, in an Epsom salt bath at uh, in Douglas and Queens. Um, <laughs> you can find me at uh, the Brooklyn Navy Yard paying um, towing fees to remove a boot from my vehicle. You need Brooklyn a Chewbacca, man. You needed a Wookiee. He can just rip that thing right off of there. I totally need a, like I got to trade Jackson in for a fucking Wookiee. That's what you need. Uh, you can find me cursing on uh, Talking Sith. And you can find me at Maximum Paps on Twitter and on the Pop Culture Hour Facebook group. All right, T, how about you? Uh, if you want to follow me, you can follow me at T Green at Facebook or on the Talking Sith podcast on Facebook or right here. Yeah, guys, you can find me uh, at the Talking Sith Pod on Facebook, Talking Sith Podcast, Instagram, talk. Uh, Talking Sith Pod on Twitter. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm pretty boring. Yeah.
Yeah, I gotta remember to start posting some stuff to Twitter. Yeah, I'm gonna give your job. I'm gonna give your job to Heather. I'm gonna try and recruit her. Be like, hey, do you want to run another? Help run another page. Yeah, I, I, I don't even know. I, it took uh, time and patience, but good luck. You can try. <laughs> All right, guys. Until next week. May the force be with you. Good. <laughs> Everything expressed in the podcast is the intellectual property of Talking Sith. We are not affiliated with Disney or Lucasfilm in any way. Star Wars is their property. We just like to talk about it.